Welcome to Alphabet Flight, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who clones himself a lot, Daniel Na. Okay. Yeah. Hey. It's uh, it's me, Daniel Seven. Yeah, we're talking about the Jackal. That's oh, I, I know him. Yeah, he's gross. He's real yeah, gross. Yeah, he's, he's real the gross. poor man's Harry, uh, not Harry, Norman Osborn. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I he kind of is. I mean, not really, because he's, like, gross and has, like, multiple iterations of himself that are real gross as Norman well. Norman Osborn married Gwen, so... Uh, well, I mean, Norman Osborn's real gross, but, like, it, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to put him on the same level as Norman Osborn, okay? Norman mm. Osborn wasn't responsible for the clone saga twice. That's fair. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, the Jackal, what do you think about him? What, what do you know about him? Um, uh, I know he's, does a lot of genetic stuff, um, and he's a Spider-Man villain, and he looks like a gremlin, but big, and, uh, he's a poor man's Norman Osborn. Some would say big go- a big gremlin is is uh big gremlin after you feed him after midnight. Yeah. Um his real name is well actually just describe what he looks like. Yeah. Uh you you got it right with big with a uh, big gremlin. Yeah. Uh it's I mean yeah it's, it's just a big gremlin or maybe like green goblin if green goblin wasn't a costume but uh oh you're just going to zoom in right on his crotch <laughs> for me. Thanks. Yeah. Um it's a little out of focus, but it looks kind of like a human heart, actually, just slapped right on there, but green. No, he 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 has a, a little bit of a bulge, also like a Speedo going on. Like, he's overly muscular, but also super skinny at the same time, and he has a banana hammock on. It's nice. real good. Yep. It's real good and great. Uh, you want to know his real name? Uh, I guess. <laughs> now, Mile, Mile Warren. Right. Uh, he is a professor of biochemistry at Empire State University. His identity is secret. He has no criminal record in the mm. United in, uh, in the United States citizen. He was born in Brooklyn, New York, and died in Shea Studio, Queens, New York. Mm. His marital status presumed single. Not if he. I mean, if he had it the other way, like at all, he'd right. be married to Gwen Stacy. Oh, so. I was not that far off when okay, I said a poor off, man's Norman okay, Osborn, huh? First off, that was a retcon way later. He was the original person. He wouldn't have married Gwen Stacy. All right, well, he's just the less famous, grosser-looking Norman Osborn. So, uh, known, uh, known relatives, none. Uh, he was an ally of the Punisher, the Grizzly, and the Tarantula. Hmm. He first showed up. As a professor, and I'm not going to get into his other stuff because we'll read into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the amazing, the amazing Spider-Man issue 31 in December 1965. Nice. If this be my destiny, and it's kind of a bad cover. Great. <laughs> just saying it right now. Like I'm just going to say it. Ditko did kind of bad on this cover. Can't win them all. Uh, yeah, yeah that's nothing. That's a bad cover. That is a nothing. He, he phoned it in that week. 
Yeah, so it's a red, it, so it has a mostly red background, and it has like a really j- a janky version of the spider uh, emblem that's on his back, Spider-Man's back. Um, and it has like little scenes of people, of things. And it has, dedicated to you, the great new Marvel breed of reader. Yeah, thanks, man. Which means almost nothing. <laughs> like, really. Means he dedicated a really crappy cover to me. I mean, it also, it just has a really crappy, like, Spider-Man face in the middle of the emblem. (laughs) Which makes it look real bad. It looks like someone did a bad Photoshop job. Yeah, it's not good. I think this is, like, one of the first times, like, Gwen Stacy, like, started noticing him. Oh, okay. Like Peter Parker. Yes. So. So, yeah. Uh, Let's let's get into, let's get into the Jackal. If we have to. Yeah, we will. So he's a biochemistry. Oh, by the way, he died in um. He died in Amazing Spider-Man one forty nine. Well, now, he died. He died. Uh, I will. We'll get to that part later. So, uh, he's a biochemistry uh professor at Empire State University, and who taught an undergraduate Peter Parker. Uh, and Gwen Stacy or Gwendolyn Stacy. I mean, if you if you, I mean, if you don't know her, you know Gwen's Gwendolyn. If you're nasty, Gwendolyn. I always like the name Gwendolyn. Uh, Warren felt an admiration and affection for Stacy, which, as time passed, became an obsession that Warren believed to be a paternal. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it, gross old man. It was mm-hmm. paternal. Say that. Uh, he believed it was paternal. Uh, when St- Gwen died uh, as a result of a conflict between Spider-Man and the Green Goblin, Warren was grief-stricken. Uh, Warren believed in the news media uh, contention that Spider-Man was responsible for Gwen, uh, for Gwen's death. Oh. Before Stacy's death, Warren did collect a cell sample uh, cell samples. From Great. members of the class that he taught, which she had been a member. Perfect. Now, Warren surreptitiously used the cell samples that was used from the bo- uh, body that was taken from the body of uh, Stacy and Parker to create clones of both. Four weeks later, Gwen's oh, sorry, Warren's assistant Anthony Serba discovered the clones were human. Alarmed, Serba insisted that Warren uh Warren that glowing the growing uh, that the growing clones should be destroyed. Warren enraged kills Serba on the spot and dispose of his body, unable to accept the fact that he himself murdered Serba. The psychologically unstable Warren convinced himself that someone must have done it. Someone else must have done it. <laughs> Oh, man. Did I murder Zerba? No, it was the children who did it. So, uh, overhearing mention of a predatory uh, a beast, a predatory uh, sorry, not beast, overhearing a uh, mention of a jackal, which is a predatory beast in a hallway, sure, he decided yeah. that the person called the jackal must have killed must have killed Zerba. I feel like someone doesn't understand uh, mental illness when they wrote this, <laughs> um, you know. But and he believed 
so he created the he cre- he created the jackal and was just like, hey, this isn't me. <laughs> I'm not the jackal. Right. Not me. Jackal's not me. Yep. Never. I would <laughs> never do this as a jackal, because I am not the jackal. No, sir. Yep. Plan- uh, so, Warren planned to use jackal identity as a means of gaining revenge on Spider-Man for the uh, Gwen Stacy's death. Uh, when Warren knew, uh, learned that Spider-Man was Peter Parker, jealousy of Parker, who had loved Gwen Stacy when she was alive, compounded his hatred of Spider-Man. So, does, is this going to cover why he decided to clone Peter Parker alongside Gwen Stacy? Or <laughs> are we just going to... No, no, we're going to just gloss over that. Okay. I mean, it might be the impetus for the clone saga. Yeah, Number two, but... the quickening. Okay. Yeah. So Warren trained himself athletically and designed himself a jackal costume. Yeah, that's definitely a jackal. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is a man who's <laughs> definitely seen a jackal before. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he also made weaponry for himself using special means. Uh, Warren rapidly aged the Stacy clone. To the age that Stacy would have been when she died. The right. clone had Stacy's memories, except for those covering uh, the time shortly before her death. Good no- good, good move, I'm just going to yep. say. Uh, Warren gave gave the clone a prosthetic... A, sorry, a prosth... A post-hypnotic... Whoa, I misread that the first time. <laughs> a post-hypnotic uh, command to obey him. And cool. planned to use her as a psychological weapon, destroying Spider-Man. Great. Uh, beyond that, however, uh, Warren was ecstatic that he had a, a that he, in a sense, recreated the young woman that he obsessively loved in a paternal way, not in a, like a weird sex way. Sure, of course, all. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. never in a weird sex way. Nope. Nope. Never. Uh. The Jackal had first attempted to destroy Spider-Man by inducing the vigilante known as the Punisher to kill him, and, and to avenge uh, the death of Norman Osborn. Um, who that didn't stick, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he went into a he went into a uh, a goblin healing coma. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I wish I was lying a little bit more of that, but it was basically the same story as Superman coming back. Yeah, I was about to life. say, hey man, if Superman can do it. <laughs> um, so, and the Jackal convinced the Punisher that he, the Jackal, dedicated uh, to destroying was dedicated to destroying the uh, criminal underworld. However, Spider-Man convinced the Punisher of his innocence, and Spider-Man learned that Jackal had killed the Punisher's own friend. Uh, a gunmaker named Reese. At the at the time, Jackal also fantasized about taking over New York and attempted to get set Spider-Man and the criminal Doctor Octopus and the Hammerhead against one of each other. I mean, you don't have to work very hard for that one. <laughs> no, you just get them in a room and they're just like, "I hate you guys." Yeah, then, a little bit. All of them yell at the same time, and then Hammerhead runs at someone, mm-hmm. and Spider-Man flips over them. Spider-Man flips over them, and Doctor Octopus make, like you makes know, a quip his- about Doctor Octopus's many limbs, and then Doctor Octopus is something like, "Only a true intellect like myself could understand," and smashes yeah, through know, a wall. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, I mean, I can pretty much script the entire thing. Yeah, like, it's right not, now. yeah, it's... It's not hard. We've been through um, this dance before. <laughs> so they, you know, he was hoping that they'd restore each other, but, you know, eh. uh, Later, Jackal formed a alliance with the Grizz... With the Grizzly, which is a wrestler. I thought you were about to say Quiznos. (laughs) It was a Quiznos. It was a Quiznos bitten by a bear. Yeah, you know, he got a sandwich out there. Hearts and minds. So, uh, he... But he was a wrestler turned costume uh, criminal. And it did not say that he was dressed in a bear costume. I would never have guessed that. Oh, now, um... It's like the rhino, <laughs> but a bear. <laughs> and also... Spider-Man wonder, does fight a lot of furries when you stop and think about it. Well, but but also, a thing that was in this book, that was in this book, and not made up by me, uh, they said expressly that the rhino had a hole for him to poop out of and pee out of. Great, because that is what the question that was on everyone's mind. So it was on my I mind. Bet, I bet Mr. Lee got a lot of letters asking about that one. So every time you see and the, the rhino, like, you know, start to bend over to, like, run at something, know that he does that over a toilet as well. Now, hold on, because the scorpion is also trapped in his suit. Does the scorpion have some sort of way to get that out? Okay, first off, the scorpion got out of his at one point, he became the okay, second. Okay, but he spent a lot second. of time in that suit. Yeah, and guess what? Uh, he held maybe, it. <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he sweated his uh, his pee and poo out of his skin. Gross. Maybe. That's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so basically the uh, a grizzly captured Parker and affixed a homing device to his arm. That would destroyed. Uh, that would be destroyed if it was tampered with, claiming that um, he wanted Parker to lead him to the Spider Man. Uh, Parker succeeded in freeing himself from the device safely, and uh, Spider Man uh, defeated Grizzly. So later, still, uh, Peter Parker met the uh, clone of Gwen Stacy, and then the Jackal and his new ally, the Tarantula, captured Spider Man, who brought him. And Stacy, the Stacy clone, um, atop of George Washington Bridge, which the original Gwen Stacy had fallen to her death. Uh, the sta- uh, the tarantula pushed Spider-Man, who was bound in chains, off a support uh, column off the bridge. But Spider-Man f- saved himself with his webbing, and uh, shortly after, Spider-Man defeated the tarantula. At another location, but was recaptured by uh, the Jackal. <laughs> then escaped after charging uh, Spider-Man to. Uh, then like revealed his true identity to him. And then the Jackal like escaped after challenging Spider-Man to meet him uh, at midnight at the Shea uh, Stadium Marina. Uh, before arriving. He basically grew, grew a clone of himself so he can, so in case he died in the battle, uh, you know, he would have a backup. But that, uh, clone became, uh, Carrion, who we talked about earlier. He's like, mm. if, what if the jackal was spooky? Right, because regular jackal's not spooky. Well, well no, no, like more spooky. Mm. 
Like it wore like rat. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. It was spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um then um the jackal lay uh like he he like made a a bunch of clones, uh, uh one of Peter Parker, and he also had um Ned Leeds, who is the first hobgoblin, uh like captive and uh and had set off a bomb to kill Leeds. Witnessing the battle, Gwen Stacy clone broke free of Warren's hypnotic control, and she confronted the jackal with his real identity uh with his real identity and the fact that Warren was a murderer. Shocked by the realization that he, Mile <laughs> Warren, had killed Serba and was about to murder Leeds. Uh, Warren freed Leeds and the bomb went off, killing both uh, Warren and the Spider-Man clone, uh, Leeds and the Stacy clone, and uh, Spider-Man himself all survived. <laughs> Now, I honestly don't care about... I know we did not cover, like, the stats on both of these. Yeah. The two, I don't care. Right. Um, I'm just listen, gonna say I just, I just want to say, he's got an alternate personality that he's not fully in control of. He's green. He's got pointy ears. He hates Spider-Man. Wants to marry Gwen Stacy. Okay, How okay, is first this off, not that the was poor a retcon. man? <laughs> mm. That was a retcon. I'm that just was saying. That was done in the 2000s. I'm just saying. This was... Done I'm in the seventies, no sixties. Saying <laughs> no, this was done in the seventies. Like it was literally like thirty something years later when they added that gross Gwen Stacy thing to to Norman Osborn's thing. I'm okay? just saying that was a retcon. So that you can't you can't do that. I'm just saying. Now, now is he bad in every other way? Basically, just Green Goblin. Yes. <laughs> Do I have almost no interest in him like I do the Green Goblin? Yes. Now, they actually, uh, the reason I even know about Jackal is because Marvel and their infinite wisdom brought him back uh, for their short-lived Marvel's Spider-Man cartoon, because I guess they couldn't do the Green Goblin again. Uh, And he functioned the exact same as the Green Goblin, because he is just a cheap Green Goblin knockoff. But uh, in this one, they made him Gwen Stacy's actual canonical uncle, so I guess they could sidestep the weird energy there and make it an actual paternal <laughs> interest. Well, um, so, so you you know the answer to this already, uh, mm-hmm. but but Daniel, are they still dead? dead? Is he still dead? Ha! <sighs> he couldn't be more alive if he were seven LMDs. He literally, like, I'm not joking, literally is going after the alternate version of Gwen Stacy right now. Great. She has no idea, because she's like, um, because, like, her identity is pretty much blown mm-hmm. in, in her Earth, so she decided to take college and, like, in in this universe so she can like learn and stuff mm-hmm. and also potentially like move right to 616 right um but uh she doesn't know about jackal or anything cool 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 um so he's kind of doing the whole like longing look after she says you're my favorite professor and all that I love stuff this, you know? i love this woody allen movie 
don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty gross. It's great. <laughs> also, like she's also a thing that I think people are talking about is like first off, her name is now Spider Ghost Spider, which I'm not like super okay with. But whatever. I guess it's. I guess they can't always have it be uh, Spider Gwen. I guess they can't it's, always do that. Spider Gwen's not really like a superhero secret name. Like you kind of put it's, your name in the well, name. Well, so. But also, but also, she was called Spider Woman. Like yeah, but that's Earth. confusing because but like she's co- not really the character of Spider Woman. Yeah, so like she's Ghost Spider now, which is not the worst. Yeah. But like she's been walk- rocking like a like a symbiote costume for like like two years now. Nice. But, like it just you- it's just like it's just a costume, and they don't do anything with it. I'm just like that's kind of nice, I guess. I mean, listen, putting a symbiote in Spider Man comic is just printing money, <laughs> so. Well, like, they don't mention it or anything. It's just, like, well, they do mention it. Like, they show it, like, crawl well, off or and everything. About, like, about 90% of the appeal of the symbiotes is how cool they make the costumes, so... But, I mean, it's the same costume, which is also really good. Like, Spider-Gwen's yeah. costume is great. But, like, I like that it's just, a, like, a symbiote costume, and, then you know, it's kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he showed up recently in the Clone Conspiracy. Where they brought back a bunch of the dead Spider-Man characters, uh, such as Uncle Ben, but they died like again and everything. And but it's the reason why we now have uh, the Otto Octavius we have now, right. who is the Spider-Man for San Francisco. Uh, he made himself a clone body, uh, which is a combination of Otto Octavius's and um, a Peter Parker's. So there, there is a writer at Polygon named Rush Frostick, and he has a. Uh a formula for JRPGs he calls TTC, which is time to crystal. And what that represents is uh, however long it takes for a JRPG to get to the mystical crystal is the exact point where the writers for that game have run out of ideas. And I believe Marvel Comics, and especially Spider-Man, has its own TTC, but this time it's time to clones. <laughs> but Okay, but here's the thing about it. The Superior Spider-Man comic is really good. Mm. like it's very good like it it's it actually does like really good character work with with um like kind of extending on the dan slot run of superior spider-man um and like you see like Otto like actually becoming like a good person slowly realizing uh like what he's done Mm. and like how he kind of needs to be a better person if he wants to marry on me yeah, he's gonna marry on May with ha- yeah. Uh, so you know it's it's really good. It's written really well. Um, and I would suggest reading it. It's it's also Eternity Century in it recently. So I mean that's also good. Hey, remember when Aunt May married Jonah Jameson? Also, well, now he married he married her her dad. Oh yeah, His sorry. Dad. Remember when Jonah Jameson is con- was canonically for a period of time stepbrothers with Peter Parker. Still technically, yes. It's still it's still technically nice stepbrothers. I mean, his father is dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the, they never like annulled the marriage, so technically, no, no, okay. So technically, remember so when te- jo- J. Jonah Jameson's stepmother is Aunt May? Remember, remember when J. Jonah Jameson became Spider Man's like biggest friend after realizing Peter Parker was Spider Man? I didn't, but that tracks. No, it's a really good comic. Um, look up the um, it's called uh. A, d- a dinner with uh, Spider-Man, and mm. it's basically just a, uh, it's basically just a, uh, Spider-Man agreed to do a one-hour interview with mm-hmm. uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson for his um his podcast that he does. 
Oh. Oh, and and he said. (laughs) Okay, first off, fuck off. Let me let me finish. It's a real good comic. Okay, sorry. Go go ahead. And and it's and it's basically like J uh, J Jonah Jameson realizing the reason why he didn't like uh, Peter Parker that much and Spider Man is because it's like oh, you always had to do all those things. And you actually saved me a lot, and I don't know, you're not a bad guy. And he became, like, the biggest fan of Spider-Man, and right now he's like, like, imagine, like, Microchip, but, like, worse. So, so Peter Parker was kind of like, hey, dickhead, it's me, your stepbrother. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, stop it. I'm your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, comics are bad. Okay, first off, no. Never say that. <laughs> They're good. They're very good. <laughs> I love I love comic books because it's the only uh, it's the only way you could get away with that shit. And like really and like and it makes sense in the universe. And I love it. I love it. Like I love comic books. So much. I love it. <laughs> That being said, comic books can be bad. Uh, I just read. I, I just got done reading Trouble for Limited Theories. By the way, we're going into plugs now. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, but I just got done reading Trouble for uh, Limited Theories, which is, uh, which is first off, is uh, Aunt May fucks the comic. Great. Um, and also, it's heavily implied. What? Didn't they already do that? Yeah, no, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yeah. And, um, it's truly horrible, and sexist, and awful, and, um, poorly written, and truly one of the worst things I've read. Cool, cool, cool. Um, uh, if you want to hear me talk about that, uh, that'll be coming out soon. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, you do your plugs. Yep. Well, uh, speaking of comics, Animorphs is getting a comic adaptation for some reason in 2019. But because uh, they want more money, yeah. I get. I mean, it's 2020 is the year of Animorphs, I guess. <laughs> but uh, if if you don't want to wait for that and you just rather listen to a illegal audiobook version of that, I do that. It's called Audiomorphs. You can find that and my other podcast I actually do with Jesse called Into the Radlands and Into the Badlands Rewatch Podcast, all at theapodcalypse.com. That's the apodcalypse. It's like apocalypse. But there's a D in there after the O, like podcast. Yep. I'm not going to do the rest of my plugs. Cool. So, so, so uh, justice is served. Bye.